seems cold and bleak and you just can't take it anymore. Here it comes, that glimmer of hope, a light shines through the dark. It's a hopeless show, with Aaron and Rohit World. It's a hopeless show, with Aaron and Rohit World. Yo, Ro Ho. Hi. <laughs> Glad we're here today for another episode of uh, the Hopeless Show. And today's theme, Rohit, is loss. Now the ho- it's called the Hopeless Show, right? Oh, yeah. so so we're about bringing hope, and we're bringing hope to loss, which is going to be a toughie. But I think we're up to the challenge. Are you up to the challenge? Yeah, I mean, loss is something that we all deal with and sometimes it's a big grievous loss uh other times it's weight loss you know and there's one loss that i'm going to get to uh later it might be the biggest the biggest calamity in the history of the world but we'll get to that oh yeah that one's a major loss for culture and society and civil um rights and the yeah I think this episode we're going to talk about dealing with different types of loss and how you find hope there. Yeah, some we've got sports, we got MAGA, we got weight loss. <laughs> so what what have we been up to real quick before we jump into some weight loss? Um, before we jump into weight loss, um, I what have I been doing? Uh... That's great. Oh That's no, great. no, yeah, no. I've been. Beefing up my Magic the Gathering Lord of the Rings uh, collection. I know we might have briefly mentioned that last time, but I've been building some really good commander decks. Um, and I know you're very interested to hear about uh, my various. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know who I'm voting for? Uh, no, his name is No, and then his middle name is Badi, and then the last name is Cares. <laughs> oh, he's, uh, I th- believe he's Australian. He's Australian, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So no, but uh, congrats! We're really proud of you for uh, that. Um, I've not been up to that. Uh, I've been doing. Uh, well, I was in. I was in Problem Springs briefly. Uh, yeah, but let's go right. You know what? Let's just dive in. Who cares about us? We're gonna get to us in a little bit and some of this stuff. So let's go right into the show. Yeah, our first topic is Ozempic. Now, I'm sure half of our listener base is using Ozempic. Um, <laughs> and, the, and the other half is lying about using it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Novo Nordis is the maker of both Ozempic and WeGovy. I actually thought they were competitors, but apparently they're just, I guess, two uh, related drugs. Um, both drugs initially trade... Tra- uh, Created to drug you mean the what the drugs that you're on right now? Because <laughs> yeah, those speak. are different kinds of drugs. <laughs> yeah, um, but uh, you know this diabetes drug that has now been used across Hollywood and normal people also uh, to lose weight. Um, and pretty much, if anybody has lost weight over the past, I don't know, two years, odds are it's Ozempic. Um, well, anyway, Nova Nordisk is facing lawsuits uh, from patients across America who are dealing with really? very extreme side effects. Aaron, do you know what some of these side effects are? No, I know. Okay. But let's hear it. Well, most of the patients are claiming they suffer from gastroparesis, which is essentially your stomach being paralyzed for the rest of your life, which means... Uh, it's a life, first of all, it's life-threatening. It causes a buildup of food in the gut because the stomach can't do its shit. And it re- results in nausea, vomiting, 
and diarrhea and severe pain. So isn't pre- all that the stuff that you weight loss? Like all of those things are part of weight loss. I guess they are. I guess they are. But for some, uh, there's more than a dozen lawsuits that have been filed for people diagnosed with gastroparesis um, after using Ozempic and Wegovy, um, and some who suffered life-threatening bowel injuries and face lifelong consequences. Um, so there's, uh, mm. yeah. In one case, a woman um, claims she was diagnosed uh, and it caused her to vomit so much that some of her teeth fell out. Another woman, um, she underwent surgery to try and repair it, which lasted nine hours. And doctors said she would be in pain for the rest of her life and never have a solid bowel movement again as long as she lives. Um, And a third woman, uh, in one of the many cases, was hospitalized with symptoms that include going for an entire week without a bowel movement. Um, And so these are just a handful of uh, of the cases. And right now there's a firm that's already got over 100 clients um, and it's investigating 1,000 more. So, Aaron. Really? Yep. Uh, uh, so. I'll tell you, I, I can tell you right now some hope. Okay, um, let's talk. Think of how many people aren't suing Ozempic. I mean, well, first, let the, what's your reaction to this? I think that a lot of these things, the too good to be true things, will have uh, side effects. So, yeah. and- so I, I almost expect this. What I think is great is all the people that are losing weight and having better lives because they feel better about themselves. I think that outweighs all the deaths. Pun intended. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But here's the thing. Do you think that Novo Nordics is actually liable? Because you're not supposed to be able to take WeGovy without a prescription and for diabetes specifically. So people that are suffering are probably most likely people that that, that shouldn't be on it. Um, so it's kind of, yeah. So I don't at all. I do. I don't, not only, not only do I not think that they're liable, I think that the people who take it are liable. It's your choice. If you want to, uh, take that risk, it's like Russian roulette, but it, instead of like six or eight bullets in the chamber, it's like a one in 1000 chance, but okay. you're still rolling that chamber and 999 people are having overall good effects from Ozempic. And then the one, so, okay, you know, no, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't I do that Russian roulette personally. I, that. I would not roll the one in 1000 bullet, not for me, but for some people it's worth it. So it's like losing at Russian roulette and then suing the gun maker. Yeah, exactly. Like you lose, you're dead. But, and then like a hologram version of you or an AI version of you sues, which yeah. probably will happen at some point. Yeah, Honestly, whoa. A posthumous yeah. AI. A posthumous lawsuit yeah. with an AI taking the stand. Fuck, dude. I think we just got our next uh, screenplay. Dude. Yes. Like a few good ghost men. <laughs> <laughs> the Tw- dead pelican brief. 12 angry ghouls. <laughs> 12 angry ghouls. <laughs> <laughs> this stuff writes itself. Uh, you want the uh, ghoul? So you can't handle the ghoul. You can't, yeah. <laughs> um, what was the one with Matthew McConaughey? Uh, oh, Dallas uh, Ghouls Club? No, that's not the law one. There's a one There's one that like he was in early on. There was a lawyer movie. Oh, wait, wait. Was the cover where he's leaning on a lady and she's leaning on him? I think so. It's like Sandra Bullock. Yeah, because generally he 
I was up until like 10 years ago, all he did was just leaning on the cover movies. With his shirt off. Yeah. And that, We're off top. Well, with his shirt off, wait, to bring it back. And why did he have his shirt off? Because he was in good shape. Yeah. If he wasn't in good shape, he would have needed Ozempic to be in these movies. Correct. And he would have rolled that button. He had the possibility of loss in his life, like dying. But he also might have looked good for uh, uh, how to date a guy in 12 days, too. And speaking of Ozempic and all this praise, I guess we're apparently throwing on it. Um, we are not <laughs> we are not sponsored by them. Um, but Ozempic and Nova Nordisk, if you would like to sponsor us, please let us know. No, but we are sponsored by Celsius, which is the best energy drink money can buy. It's at all your Costco's, your Ralph's. It's at every store. Shout out to Mike Easterman, Tamara Lopez, and to everyone behind the drink for uh, for bringing it to us. And we in the same time bring it to you to uh, try out try celsius it's good it's healthy it gives you energy it makes your workouts better so you don't need to take ozempic because you already have that energy to go work out yes and you can sound very like a very sophisticated european by referring to things in celsius <laughs> all right so that get that gets us right into maga monday i think oh yeah oh yeah we got we got some doozies here this first one is from prolific uh maga fan laura loomer um mm. and where she accused nikki haley uh, right. this was going into iowa she accused nikki haley of using weather manipulation to create extreme cold in iowa in order to steal last monday's caucus from former president donald trump wait what yeah she claimed that nikki haley was using weather control to make it cold so people wouldn't go out and vote for Donald Trump. You know, to me, this isn't even one of the craziest things to come out of uh, <laughs> out of the Trump camp and the MAGA camp. I mean, with all the stuff, the, the crazy lies that they say, to me, this is like a five. Wow, okay, fair. Well, it's sad because, you know, 10 years ago, uh, weather control, uh, I felt... Would have been a 10 out of 10, but I think you're right. It's just that that um, we're a bit desensitized. But yeah. and speaking of a quick MAGA update so far in the New Hampshire primary, Nikki Haley is down by it looks like 4000 votes. So it's very close right now. Mm. But there's still a lot of votes to count. So uh, we'll be updating you throughout the show until uh, we have to go off the air. And then by the time you listen to it, you'll know the results. That would be. Very timely. Um, cool. Very timely. Yeah. Well, uh, on to you, Aaron, with your next MAGA Monday topic. Okay. Yeah. My MAGA Monday uh, goes to uh, Ron DeSantis because, in my opinion, being MAGA means you don't really stand by anything that's true. You just like to say things that are one way or another just nuts. And Ron DeSantis was, I think, the most gigantic. Are we allowed to say pussy? Yeah. Or am I canceled for that? I mean, I like, oh my goodness, this man. He, the, Donald Trump berated his family, him, went after his wife, her looks, her personality. He has said so many nasty things about this guy. And then he drops out and Trump immediately says he doesn't want anything to do with him. And Ron DeSantis still immediately endorses Donald Trump. I think this is the most MAGA. You stand by nothing. You're just an extreme crazy person. Like, I think Ron DeSantis 
he, he look, he talks like a kind of whiny loser. He looks like a whiny loser, and he is proving that he is definitely just a crazy. I couldn't stand any of his policies either. He is uh, even the way that he took claim to COVID being open and stuff was just like it was too much. My it was fa- like you're you're taking too much pride in that. And it's it was just like yeah he like just didn't come off as like cool to anybody like and, my, and he re- my... waged war with disney the books thing where it's like every book including some of like the maga books are now getting censored but like just everything about him is just cringe oh yeah my favorite tweet after the fallout was this was from uh pavlo uh that goes by laughter haver on uh, okay. twitter uh it says trump and he is queer little ron wave hi to the people and then desantis choking back tears I endorse Donald Trump for Trump. <laughs> Do we want to see him tuck his penis between his legs? No, we shouldn't. Devil smile. Should we? Crowd erupts in rapturous applause. <laughs> <laughs> see, that's, there we go. That's exactly who he is. This, like, absolute. Do, do you remember when. Loser. When. Donald Trump was talking so much shit in last primaries about Ted Cruz's wife. Oh yeah. Then eventually then Ted Cruz, like a little bitch endorsed Donald after this guy was insulting his wife and his like family. And just like, dude, really you're going to fucking, and then he went and then he like supported the insurrection stuff. Like it would, there would have been an easy time to cut bait, Ted. Like you could have gone the other direction and been fine. And instead he just, yeah, these people it's yeah. stand for something. Yeah, at least the insurrection was hilarious. Um, yeah, I I don't find it funny like you, uh, because I think it could be way worse, and I think it might be way worse very soon. Nah, but you put yakety sacks over that shit; it is fucking comedy gold. Um, tell tell the tell the people who who lost loved ones as a result of it. Yeah, well, you can use a different soundtrack then. Um, there's other funny music. The dong, dun, 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 uh, No, I think the Scooby-Doo soundtrack could work. Um, uh, oh, King of the Hill. That'd be funny. And actually, that kind of ri- that show rings true to sort of the yeah the people. All right. Oh well, you have another Magamut. Let's keep going because yes, I want to. Um, so, you have some funny ones. Yes, yeah, these are these, this one's interesting. So uh, Taiwan just uh, had uh, their presidential vote, and somehow, despite all the CCP interference, um, the Democratic Progressive Party, the yeah. ruling party, Taiwan's Lai Ching Te, he won an election with forty point five percent of the vote, defeating the CCP goon that was uh, running against him. Now, this is really an international sort of breakthrough. Um, we know Hong Kong has fallen um, and China's vowed to, you know, there's one China, but Taiwan, number one, Taiwan, real China. Um, <laughs> and it's, they have, Beijing has threatened war and they said that reunification with Taiwan is still inevitable and that this huh. vote will not impede the inevitable trend of China's reunification. Um, and the unfortunate part is oh. that the U.S. is supporting China in that. Um, Joe Biden re- reiterated that U.S. is not supporting Taiwan's independence um, after Taiwanese voters themselves rebuffed China and gave the ruling president 
a third term. So it's just like the hopelessness comes from like, man, why? And this is not unique to Joe, but like, why the fuck are we giving into China? Like Taiwan deserves its independence. I don't see how it's that different than Ukraine and Russia. Yet China is taking the same way that Russia is taking land. The same way Russia took Crimea. The same way China is taking Hong Kong. And the same way that Russia is trying to take Ukraine. The same way now China is taking uh, Hong Kong. I'll say uh, that I don't, I've read a bit about this. I don't think it's as simple as you're making it in terms of the why. I think there are some U.S. interests there that are important. And I also believe that uh, Taiwan's independence has come with some potential... Uh, um, I don't know enough, but I read that there are some potential issues with like full independence because a lot of people would say that it's somewhat independent already, like by having its own leader and stuff. But Taiwan has been an independent, self-governing island. Um, Yeah. And China's like, actually, you know what? We we think you're part of us. Like, you, you know that if you look at a map made by Chinese, by made in China, like world map, Taiwan is not listed. Taiwan is just an extension of China in there. They don't even put China on there. Or but Taiwan. actually, Biden, I'm reading now too that he shit, every other predecessor of his was against this, and he's been a lot more middle of the road about it than uh, everyone else. And that started even in 2022. Yeah, but as um, of January 13th, according to Reuters, uh, he said that the U.S. does not support independence of Taiwan. Um, and it's... He says, we do not support independence and um, it would be unacceptable for any country to interfere. But in the, the biggest problem, the biggest thing, because Biden said it's good the way like with Taiwan having its own governing party. But they do believe because the U.S. doesn't want to get involved and they believe if there was independence, then China would like destroy and bomb Taiwan, which would be its own problem. So. That's the, the basis behind it. Russia's destroying and bombing Ukraine. Yeah, I think that's the theory. So they feel this, you know, the, where they're independent but not independent is the best way, which I don't know enough. So to, I'm just then, saying what I've heard yeah, before. It's just kind of fucked up because like, you know, and this this obviously goes even before Biden, but like we don't. It's been everyone. Yeah. The Bushes, Trump, we Reagan, don't, we don't, Clinton, nobody. I, mean, I believe... Clinton Bush, I believe they supported Taiwanese independence. No, they um, did not. Nobody has since the eighties, since Reagan. I'm reading it right now. Okay, so um, nobody since Reagan. So that's because we no, no, not Reagan either. So whatever happened in um, when the when the U.S. severed diplomatic relations with Taiwan in 1979. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's been this way since. So Jimmy, Jimmy Carter. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so I'm just saying it's more complicated than that because the U.S. We, also we doesn't so much, want a yeah. Ukraine situation. Right. More so, we have we do so much trade with China, and they make half of our shit. And at the same time, like I think been, they made they made everything we're using right now. Literally everything. Um, yeah. So they make more than half of our shit, and also like that's why there's like literally active concentration camps and an actual Muslim genocide happening there, but nobody's doing anything about it. And that's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, where are the freedom warriors? Where are all these free Palestine people for that? Huh? So that just goes to show where our business interests are. That's where we... And it shows where these woke people don't know what the hell they're talking about. Then they just pick and choose when it's Jewish. Anyway, why don't Um, we move on? Yes. Um, All right. Next one, there's things more ridiculous ones. This one's shocking to me. Um, Ohio. Um, 
they uh, passed open carry um, for firearms, um, and they actually uh, their crime dropped. Um, oh God. Uh, this is a good topic so far. Yeah, they their crime dropped um, by a, in Columbus it went down one percentage point. Cleveland uh, half a point. Uh, Toledo down two points. Akron down two points. Um, it went up slightly in Dayton by half a point and up by half a point in Cincinnati. But overall. Um, across open carry, um, gun violence has gone down, um, and gun rates uh, fell twenty two percent in some places. So it's kind of interesting. Wait, that, when they didn't have open carry? No, since they passed open carry. Wow. With open carry, so it's just okay. something to chew on. I don't know if there's hopelessness here, but it's just very interesting. It seems like the places that have the most open carry actually are starting to have less gun violence. I think in general, guns are hopeless. I've never been a gun guy, so uh, I think uh, unless they're done for recreational used for recreational purposes at less shooting range or at something i don't think that uh i just I, I just i feel there's other hobbies so i don't uh and i think they're usually um it usually doesn't go well with guns so i just never have understood it i've never understood why people think they get a big dick from having a gun and a lot of people do do feel that by showing off their gun collections. I don't get it. Yeah. I've never understood guns. It's just interesting. The places that have the highest, worst gun crime rate have the harshest gun control laws. And the places that have the loosest seem to have the less least gun violence. Well, I think people also come from out of state with their guns. That's been proven in a lot of places. Um, even your buddy Rittenhouse that you love. Even buddy, uh, like even people like in the middle of like Canton, Ohio, or all these like, it's, it's, it's the places that seem to have the... The worst, you can't say that those, they're all just, oh, it's coming from out of state places that's so open carry. I mean, guns are illegal whether they're not, you know, but is, is there a case to be made that gun violence is reduced when you don't know who else is packing? If the, every country that has no set, that doesn't have our second amendment and has really strict gun laws doesn't have the gun problem in the, uh, the mass shooting problem that we have. Swiss no other country has it. Well, Switzerland has more guns per capita than the United States, and they're one of the safest countries in the world. Well, and they're just you, better if, people. If you actually they're just better people then. But overall, but if, but if you take places away, like uh, from Australia to New Zealand to Canada, to you name it, none of them have the problems we have. None of them. Well, yeah, and you know, it's interesting. In Europe, all the, all the European, uh, all of... Uh, the European nations, none of them have the problem we have, and they all have stricter gun laws. Did you know so, if, you, if you take away the top five cities in the U.S. for gun violence, the U.S. then finishes 183rd amongst countries in terms of Yeah, but violence. that's like taking the top five cities is like <coughs> taking away a third of the population. So uh, that's a bad argument, too. Anyway, you lost, so keep going. The, the theme is no, lost. You just lost that argument. The, the theme is lost. Keep going. Next one. Because those Next cities one. are St. Louis, Birmingham, New Orleans, Jackson, and Baltimore. Oh, and Chicago. Sorry, Chicago's up there. Oh, since Chicago and like the but, one of the but things. Los Angeles, San Francisco's not there. New York's not there. Um, anyway, last one. Those are some big ass cities. Yeah, but they're not thirty percent of the population in the United States. Far, far, far from it. Twenty nine percent. Oh wait, breaking real quick. 
We have another MAGA update. Trump has pulled away with over almost 5,000 votes ahead now. Just no. Uh, to keep it going. It's still close. Like it's, <laughs> She's projected to get almost half of the delegates so far, which is very interesting. That shows that this is not, I don't think it's an over race. Um, anyway, we'll keep going. Just like, like this live update. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, last one is the Supreme Court um, has allowed the Biden administration to remove razor wire on the U.S.-Mexico border in a five to four vote. See, I, this I, I feel hope from. I think really? that it's pretty, yeah, I think it's pretty carnal to have razor wire on the wall. Um, I so, mean, I just think like to, to, even if people like the wall will stop them and it shows the, bi- like five of the justices agreed that this is just like, it feels very prison, very carnal. And I don't think our border should ever look like there can be more protection there. And I agree more protection, but it doesn't need to look like a prison to get into our country. I mean, should it look like the Grove? In Beverly Hills? Yeah, I think yeah, it should look... Okay. Even trap doors. They're, I think trap doors would be a better optic than... than Just barbed wire is such a bad look. I think like but other... But effective? Well, no. It has proven but not to be why, very effective. But why would they... It just looks bad. It's just a sad look to have your border of your country be barbed wire. But it I just think it's... But outside of look, isn't being effective more important? I don't even think it's probably that effective. It just takes cutting it. So all people have to do is have wire cutters and they can probably cut it. But I'm I just pretty think it's a sure. bad look. It's I think not, it's I, carnal. I, I think it's outdated. I think we can do better. Electric, make them electrocute. <laughs> make them just so you they electrocute the person. But it's not as visible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll, it'll, yeah. Um, I don't know about that one. At least people stay away from ra- in razor wire. Um, We're better I, than I, that. I, as I think a it's country. razor wire from Florida, from top to bottom. So. We're better than that. And hey, Are we? Republicans voted for it. So there's a five to four vote. But yeah, it's it's just it's that means at least like one of them, like Booz Kavanaugh or Amy Co- Comey Comey or whatever. One of them did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so should we move on to sports? Yeah. Yeah. Um, this one, um, it feels a little less timely now, now that uh, the Buffalo Bills have lost. But they had a tradition that just started. Um, about six games ago where somebody, so they're building a new stadium in Orchard Park next to the current Buffalo Bill Stadium. Oh, they are? Now now there's this giant pit in the ground. Somebody fell in that pit um, about six weeks ago. They fell in the pit and the Bills won. And so, Aaron, do you know what the Bills fans have done after that? For Before each game, they have chosen a fan to sacrifice and throw into the pit um, each week. And... That ended up, they won do, five do games these in a die? row. No, no. They just fell and tumbled and they have to climb out. Um, so they, have, they, they sacrifice oh a fan God. before each game. <laughs> and, and then it finally didn't work. It finally did not work. Um, you know what that shows? Time, what's that? That shows that <laughs> a lot of people from Buffalo are just stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no... Uh, no person is safe from being sacrificed. No picnic table is safe in Buffalo from a tailgate because, you know, for you non-football oh, fans. Oh, I saw some guy catch on fire from one. Oh, he yeah. Like, they have a his tradition. ass was on fire from jumping onto a table. Yes. And in Buffalo, they, they jump off the top of the campers or trucks and like like wrestlers, like pile drive uh, picnic tables um, or camping tables at tailgates. And it's just like a destruction of table of 
tables. It's been a tradition. Um, and some guys, Aaron, were saying he jumped on one that was on fire and he got on fire. And it was very funny. I mean, yeah. So funny. I'm, Aaron, I'm sad um, about just the sacrifice stopping to work because I would have loved to have like fans actually like, like the Aztecs just sacrificing other fans. For the admit that you kind of would want to be sacrificed. I will fully admit I would have loved to have been sacrificed. Not by, <laughs> there we go. Not like on an Aztec ritual, but uh, by a Buffalo Bills ritual. Thank you. All right, now we know the truth. And now you have something that I think is really important to talk about. Probably yes. the most, one of the, maybe the most important thing we've ever talked about on this show. Yes, and I think, Aaron, this is time for you to go off because there was a moment during the Chiefs and Bill's game this past week. We have so many fucking problems in this country. Oh, yes. And this might I mean, be the worst one, right? The um, Well, we've got, you know, all the 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 free, the pro-Hamas people, the anti-Jewish sediment. We have anti, you know, we have the police brutality. We have the MAGA movement that's disgusting. We've got um, uneducated, uneducated people. We have misinformation. We have... Uh, Violence. We have school shootings. We have all kinds oh, of electric stuff. Electric cars, right? But then, what? What was the most atrocious thing I think that's ever happened in this country is after Travis Kelsey scored a touchdown, with Taylor Swift watching on, he did the Taylor Swift heart, which was repulsive. It was it was a disgust, disgust, and a disgrace to our country to the game of football, which is soft now, so soft, to it is a disgrace to anyone watching the game. I was at a restaurant bar in Palm Springs with a f- couple friends. When that happened, I started booing so loudly that the rest of the entire restaurant and bar started booing. And that was the only hope I got, is that people understood how filthy and disgusting this act was by Travis Kelsey. He should be ashamed of himself. He is not, he's not even a football player anymore. He, to, he should go to prison. To quote he should Joe, go to prison. To quote Joe Buck in 2004, a disgusting act. And <laughs> when, when... What do you think of this? Because I feel a loss I, no. of the, the sport of football. I feel like a, there's a loss of of hope in this country. I feel like no one stands for anything. I think everything is a propaganda advertisement. I So here's what I think about it, Aaron. Remember in the 90s? I'm sure some people listening were not born in the 90s yet. But you and I were in high school in the 1990s. And uh, in the late 90s, let's just be specific. Um, and this was kind of before people had cell phones. and Or before normal people had cell phones. And I remember... Uh, my brother got his first car. He's going to hate that I say that, that I tell the story. Um, he got his car um, and he might have been 17 and he had a girlfriend. And, <laughs> no, he didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I he, know your brother. There's no way. And he would drive around his little Civic four-door silver Honda Civic with his girlfriend's like portrait picture taped onto his like dashboard. Oh. What a loser. <laughs> Naveen, like, you're such a dork. <laughs> and I hope he's listening. Oh, yeah. He's definitely not listening. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we should just send him this clip. We should. And I remember, like, I'm like, oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. And that's How old was he? 17. What a... I mean, like, how has he been... Hi- 
Yeah, I'll let him know about this later. Yeah. Oh God, he's gonna kill me that I told the story. But um, but yeah, I think what Travis Kelsey did by doing the little heart sign after he scored a touchdown at Taylor with his hand, that was so offensive, and it made what my brother did seem normal. I wouldn't say normal, but better. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean. I'd question everything that he stands for now based on that. But Travis Kelsey, dude, like, really? Like, you're feeding into this propaganda nonsense so much with that stupid heart. Screw you. Screw the hype wagon. Ugh, I just, all of them. Ugh, blech, ugh. I feel a loss. I feel a loss of football. I feel a loss of American society. I feel that, I feel the most hopeless of anything I've ever felt in this show. We've been doing this show for a while now. Can you imagine? Yeah, yeah, we got to I know we got to we got to move on, but I'm just going to say can you imagine like scoring touchdown thrown to you by a teammate so and instead of you don't you're not thinking about your teammates after you score. The first thing you think about is your girlfriend of like 3 months sitting up in the booth and like you're not shouting out to your teammates, you're just being like, "Hey babe, love you." He like finally got a handy and then he's like, "Okay, oh, I'm going to put my picture yeah. in front." Yeah. Uh, Loser. Oh, God. Can I just show you one retweet that I saw? Or one tweet that I, it's very important. Um, there was this uh, tweet that it, it said um, uh, from Entertainment Tonight, uh, Travis Kelsey is planning something special for Taylor Swift as a pair get ready to spend Valentine's Day together. A source tells ET, Travis is focused on Valentine's Day. He wants to do something special, fun and special for Taylor. So uh, a woman by the name of... All right, I'm going to... I have to okay, read more. A, 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 a woman... By the name of Bailey Moon, retweeted it with all caps anal. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just gonna say that I think Valentine's Day is also a sham. I think it's the stupidest holiday of the year. It's a Hallmark holiday. It's not made to mean anything, and it's just for restaurants to raise their prices and for people to do a merch grab. Show love to your your significant other on every day, not just one day, because Hallmark yep. says so. Yes. Corporate corporate holiday. Yes. Um, but I think we have to do predictions really quick yes, before yes, we move into Hope yes. and 60. Um, and Aaron, I just want to just, I think the, we just got to follow up on our previous predictions. Um, pulling up in the first round, we were wrong about a lot of games. Most um, of them. And uh, I think that uh, we would have been wrong about more games this past weekend. Um, just I got were, the Texans right. You got the Texans beating the Browns. I got that one wrong. Um, we both picked the Chiefs to win against the Dolphins. Um, Sadly. We, yes, and we are correct on that. We both picked the Cowboys instead of the Packers. Wrong. We were wrong there. We both picked the Rams. We were wrong there over the Lions. Um, we both picked the Bills. We were correct. And we both picked the Eagles. We were also wrong. We got four wrong. I got four wrong. You got three wrong. So you're three for three, and I was two for four. So you don't three, listen three, to our current predictions that we're about to make, but we're still yes. going to make them as though we're right. And there's only two games. Chiefs at Ravens. What do you got? See, here's the thing where I just have to go with, is it rigged or not rigged? The Ravens are by far the better team, but I yep. think the last game was rigged. I bet Tyler Bass has a big under, you know, he has a payoff coming. He has some sort of, like an extra mill coming from uh, Roger Goodell so that he missed that field goal. Um, so it's more a question of not which team should win, and but which but is it rigged so that they'll have Taylor Swift at the Super Bowl? Um, I'm going to, I'm going to still hold out hope that there is some sanity left in this country. And I'm going to say the Ravens. 
I desperately want the Ravens to win, but I think it's going to be Kansas City by 10. All right. And well, then you're you're probably I'm saying the Ravens with hope that the NFL isn't rigged. But if the Ravens, if the Chiefs win again with this team, they don't even have that good a team. Uh, I just oh, yeah. think it's the, the swift thing is the reason they win. NFL do be rigged, dog. Um, oh, big time. Yeah. And then the other game, the Detroit Lions playing in the conference championship game going into San Francisco, who almost lost to Green Bay. Who do you got? I'm going to go with my heart again because the last thing I want is to see the 49ers win. Um, so I'll go I'll go Lions, even though they'll probably lose too. But I'm going, I, I'm hoping for what the NFL doesn't want at all for ratings, which is a Ravens versus Lions Super Bowl. Yes. I know they want Niners Chiefs, it's obvious, but I'm going for the opposite. Same. I want to go. I like I will pay money out of my own pocket just for Detroit to win because I am so in the fucking bag for them. This play I, I'm really, really excited for them. But I think our producer's a friend. Our good friend John is from there. His brother works for yeah. them. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of connections. And I think I'm picking the Niners not because of any rigging, but I just think that there's not enough good in the world that can uh, continue to be rolling so well. The world is All not right, that so good we, of a place. We differ on both. Yes. So I've got Niners, Chiefs. You've got Lions. You still Ravens. want what I, I want? I hope you're right. I hope to be very wrong. Okay. Well, there there you have it. And uh, now let's go into some Hope and 60 and our big Oscars uh, Oscars thing yeah. before we wrap up the show. Great. Let me start the timer. Uh, Aaron, this one, I know you're going to be disappointed in too, but I'm just going to hit start on it. And the first thing is... Okay. So uh, the Federal Highway Administration has banned, in a new 1,100-page manual outlining its rules, they've banned the use of humorous highway alert signs. For example, no, focus, where? focus, drive with focus across the country. This is a federal thing. So now, like mm. states that do funny shit, they cannot do funny shit in signs anymore. What was the reason behind it? Uh, Has it caused problems? Have people like not gotten the joke because some don't? Is that? I, yeah. Okay, I just, I, I'm going to give you hope. I don't think this, I'm sure there's a study and this has nothing to do with them making the law except for the fact that they probably did a study and because so many people in this country are so damn stupid that they took whatever was said on the signs seriously and then probably tried to sue the state for uh, being misled by the sign. I guarantee you our country is filled with so many absolute morons. It's been uncovered over the last seven, eight years even more. And uh, that's my that's my uh, hope is that it's not the... Federal, it's not the people who do the science problem. It is the people of America's problem. Well, we know yet. Yeah, we know dumb people kill comedy because they don't understand nuance or anything. Yep, exactly. Um, and the sad thing that the feds are now dumb people that also agree. Or they're doing it because they don't want to get sued by idiots. Well, they get sued and, and win the lawsuit. Maybe. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. So, fuckers. Um, okay. The next one is... This one is... It's our loss, by the way, for loss. It's our loss. We don't get funny signs. All right, keep going. Next one is, there is... I don't know if you guys... If you've ever seen Parks and Rec. Um, Have you, by the way? I've seen a few, not a lot. Okay, okay. Well, um, Tom's uh, idea for Parks and Rec came to life. Now, Rent-A-Center is renting out Air Jordan shoes for $20 a week. Um, Or you can, like, pay $20 a week down for a while and buy them for $525. Some shoes for even $1,049. Essentially... People are paying to rent their swag because 
it's I feel this might be targeting people that can't afford it. But now you're like, uh, no, what, what I'll give you hope. I think only morons do this because in L.A., you have so many people who come to Los Angeles and then they go rent a Ferrari for three days to feel like they're cool L.A. people driving it. And I always can spot it. You can always spot the rental people because they're blasting the music. You can tell they rented it for a week and I bet we'll be able to tell the people who rented the Jordans. It's so stupid. You don't need the shoes. Don't rent them to try to be a poser. Just don't get the fucking shoes. There was a joke that um, that it was like dudes will be on a date and then bail at 11.59 to return their shoes um, <laughs> when they get charged for another day. And like, <laughs> but, but the funny thing is, I guess, you know, now that you think about it, I guess there is rent the runway for women, right? Yeah. And I guess maybe it's like that, but this just feels like it's targeting. I don't know. People like, I don't know. Who's like renting sneakers. That's just like, I don't know. It feels, I don't know. I don't losers. Like it. It well losers. Um, but yeah, shoes don't matter that 16. much, dude. If you can't, if I you agree. have to, if you can only afford to rent a sneaker, don't get the sneaker. Buy a shoe Preach. for $40 for two hours. You can buy a nice pair of shoes. So, Preach. all right, it's time to talk about the Oscars. So the nominations were uh, announced. I'm not going to go into all of the, all of the noms. Some movies that I've liked were nominated like, Holdovers, Poor Things, um, I forget the others. But uh, there was a huge snub, actually, that gave me hope. Which is? Barbie, the director, Greta Gerwig, did not get nominated. And Wait, this really? actually, yeah, and this gave me hope because that movie, I think, was so overhyped and stupid. And it tried to make a feminist point of view that it didn't make. If you want to see the real feminist point of view movie, watch uh, Poor Things. That's like, that That goes real. I Barbie's so that. fraudulent and like it fakes like it means something and it doesn't. And uh, it's it looks nice. It deserved like the look nice, you know, like co costume design and, um, and what's it called? And, like production design and stuff. It deserved that cinematography. But... I'm so glad it didn't get nominated. And actually, Margot Robbie didn't get nominated, which was interesting. But that I like she was so good in that, though. I, but I like backlash for Barbie. Back, I'm into backlash for Barbie. Hashtag backlash for Barbie. I like so, that. So you won't find me being a Barbie hater. I enjoyed the film. Um, I don't so, think it was. You're I don't, so soft, dude. You're like I don't. I don't. I, don't, think I it was thought you were something. But it was no. fun. It was just silly fun that I think got way overhyped. I had over a miserable I think, experience. Miserable I think people experience. were making it. I think people were doing like going way deeper than it needed to be. You're right. It's like, oh, well, this is about symbolism. Like, no, it's fun. It's like, okay. The people who saw it a zillion times and were like dressing like it seven times to a theater and like Barbie summer and stuff. Get over. Shut up. Blah, blah. It was so like, no, that's not cool. It's just a movie. Like, get over it. Ugh. It was so cringe. Some of the stuff was like the most cringe thing ever. You know, some people were having fun and if you were having fun with it, I'm not hating but there was some stuff that just got, it was like, all right, we get it. Like three months later, we don't need more Barbie. Yeah. You, what do I really think? <laughs> anyway, I felt happy about that for the Oscars. The nominations, you know, some of the movies I don't think were very good. Some are good. Uh, we don't need to yeah. go over all the, all the noms, no, do we? No, no. But I'm... Actually, we'll go real quick. We'll just go over the uh, best pictures. That's it. Great. Like, I love Paul Giamatti in The Holdovers. I hope he wins. He was fantastic. I don't even know what it's about, but it looks boring. Oh, no, it's so good. If you Did you like, like, Dead Poets Society? 
Oh, maybe in the nineties. All right, whatever. I, I mean, it. you have no soul, so you but might I, not like but it. No, but but, I, but, I, but I'm judging it because I didn't like that movie about wine. Oh, this is way this is way more less into itself than that movie. Okay, if that makes sense. Yeah, Giamatti's first movie that I knew him from. Um, oh no, the first movie that you knew him from was Pig Vomit and Private Parts. <gasps> oh yeah, that was his first big movie. Um, not to okay. correct you, but I I know you saw Thank that you. movie no. and no pig vomit. And American uh, Fiction, I have never seen that one. Haven't seen that. Haven't seen Anatomy of the Fall. Saw Barbie, way overrated. Holdover is great. Killers of the Flower Moon. Haven't seen Maestro. We've talked about on this show. Even worse than Barbie by a lot. Terrible. Worst movie of the year. <clears throat> Oppenheimer, overrated. Was fine, fine, overrated. Past it was lives beautiful, after- but overrated. Yep. Past Lives haven't seen yet. Poor Things was very good. Zone of Interest haven't seen yet. Don't really want to. I want to see Past Lives. Um, Heard I it's good. That, Big hit. Yeah, yeah. it looks really, really good. Um, and Greta Lee is amazing. Um, oh, and should so, we... So should we go right into our uh, Hopeless TV section? Because yes, we're already perf- here. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so what do we have here? We've got... Uh, oh, Wonka. All right. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say something controversial. I saw Wonka the other day. Um, I enjoyed the movie. I had fun at the movie. I enjoyed it. The person, Hugh Grant as the Oompa Loompa, hilarious. Uh, really fun and whimsical. I just don't get Timothy Chalamet. I know he's a fine actor. I don't get the hype. I don't think he brought anything special to this. He wasn't bad, but he wasn't Gene Wilder. Like, I don't get the hype. So it makes me feel hopeless because I just don't quite get the hype. Timothy Chalamet, if you want to come on this show, you really are one of my favorite actors of all time. You're like the modern day Daniel Day-Lewis. Otherwise, I don't really get the hype. It's, I just think he breaks the mold of what the traditional Hollywood heartthrob has been. What, because he's like you know, androgynous? It, it, what, yeah, I think actually, yes, in many ways. Um, and because, you know, the Hollywood heartthrob went from like the Bruce Willis's and like the Arnold Schwarzeneggers to then event, it went to like, the the Chris Evanses right of the world right They're, and now you've kind of got like the Riz Ahmed's and the and the uh, Timothy Chalamet's and kind of like you know like like kind of like the Short Kings and kind of so like what do you the, want next like do you want Ellen to be a Hollywood heartthrob <laughs> I mean maybe that's where we're going I just, I just got a, canceled I just got canceled yeah. shit I mean think of I think about like some of the heartthrobs in the old days it's like some guy with the bowler hat it's like hey Tots hey put him and he's wearing like, hey, a pinstripe see? suit <laughs> hey yeah see Come over here, Twitch. Um, so I think I think this started to change. So I think it's interesting. I think he's a really good actor. Uh, but my problem with the movie, which I haven't seen yet, which I won't see because I heard it's a musical. Yeah, it's, but it's like the original. It has some of those songs, which I loved. Okay, but like what percentage well, oompa, of the movie's oompa, music? Doompa, doompa, I don't know. Like 50? No. 30? Ooh, that's threshold. But it's like the original ad music and was great. Okay. That's true. I got. I haven't seen the original one in like thirty years. Uh, all right, let's move on though. To uh, uh, okay, last night I watched a film, Rohit. Have you seen the film Dirty Rotten Scoundrels? With my dad when I was a kid, yes. Oh, so you probably don't remember it enough. No. It's hilarious, and again, I've said this. Steve topic. Martin, right? Steve Martin and Michael Caine. Uh, uh-huh. What made me feel hopeless about this mo- this movie is. Not because it's brilliant. It is not brilliant. It is brilliantly hilarious. It's a caper and a comedy. And Steve Martin does all his funny Steve Martin things. Michael Caine's great. 
what made me feel hopeless is there's no way in hell this movie would get made anymore. Oh, why? At one one point, he impersonates a uh, mentally uh, challenged person. In a whole lot of the other movie, he uh, impersonates a a disabled man who can't walk anymore. And uh, it's all for comedy, and his character is not that likable, so it's like, it works. And to me, it's funny. (laughs) But even me saying that is like, like, not supposed to say that. Okay. But it is well, still funny, and and I'm like, damn, this movie would never get made anymore. But it's so funny, and it's a, it. it uh, so what? Please watch it. Just rent it. It's like four okay. bucks. I think someone needs to do like a Criterion co- collection, but of movies that like are, are no longer like illegal today. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like those old ads mm. on TV that used to like say like they'd like show clips from the movie, and it's just all the canceled things, and you know. This one is. This one does black voice, and this one does Jew face, and this one makes fun of disabled people, and it's just like a list. <laughs> we'll, we bring you such movies as Dirty Work and Tropic Thunder and Blazing Saddles and Dirty Rotten Scoundrels and The Jerk, all your favorites. Waterboy, all wrapped into one big bundle. <laughs> um, I love it. Do you I like? Would do you like? I would pay ten dollars a month. Do you like actors that have been canceled? Are you a big fan of people like Dave Chappelle? Then watch Half Baked. <laughs> <laughs> Who else has um, like a, been massively canceled? Are you a big fan of? <laughs> are you a big uh, fan of canceled actors like James Franco? Pineapple Express is yours for yours <laughs> for an extra five ninety nine. Pineapple Express was actually a cinematic feat. That movie was incredible. It's a great movie. Yeah, brilliant. Even film. down to Robert Downey Jr. Um, and his character, a man of many roles. Um, so, um, yeah. <laughs> you know, for for our extra special package, we'll throw in the movie Ghost Dad, starring Bill Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, I got Pineapple Express confused with Tropic Thunder. Sorry, um, I made a but, Bill Cosby joke, which is really not allowed. Yeah, yeah, no, no. But let's move on. Um, Thanks Before for not supporting me. <laughs> 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 let's move on. Wait, wait, how, how do you it's like? Oh God, the Jello pudding cups. <laughs> My Jello pudding <laughs> cup. Um, uh, I just want to uh, give a shout to. Uh, so we watched Blackbirds. We're a little bit behind. Blackbird, rather. I don't even know what uh, that is. It's it's uh it's a show on Apple TV. It's like a mini series. It's like a six episode thing. Um, and it's about. Like, kind of, I think, like a, I guess, special needs guy that's accused of, like, being a serial rapist or murderer. Um, and Taron Egerton. Uh, no, he's he a good actor. To, See, he's, he's way better. To me, he, like, trumps uh, Timothy Chalamet times 10. But anyway. Yeah. Yes. And, and Paul Walter Hauser plays Larry Hall, the kind of disturbed man. And dude, even if you just look up Larry Hall clips at some point, like this character is so fucking like empathetic and creepy and strange. And he actually won an Emmy for that role um, as Larry Hall. Um, It was so fucked up. But um, yeah, I just wanted to give a shout and thought it was a really, really great show. And when he won his Emmy, he got up, he went up the stage. He was eating. He still had food in his mouth. He was eating something. He didn't have shoes on with his tux. Um, And then he kind of like wrote a rap for the his thank you speech and it was bizarre delightfully bizarre and all right i'm a fan. At the after party he didn't wear shoes the rest of the time either 
Um, so Paul Walter Hauser, he has played Richard Jewell. Um, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's uh, he was uh, in Itania. So he's done a bunch of stuff. I'm a fan. Um, I'm a big fan. Yeah, yeah, he's a fine actor, and I just discovered him in this movie. And and now to, series, to, series. to wrap up our show on losses, I hope yes. we're going to end because we we're running out of time. So I have to uh, we have to end with a from 4chan with love, which yes, is again, yes. Rohit reading these crazy 4chan posts on uh, this site. And so let's hear it to yes, end our okay. show. Yes, let's take it home, show. Rohit. Take it yes, home. I'll take it home. So this is from 4chan. Um, this one's called Anon's Devious Plan Backfires. So uh, live at home. This is a little bit of green text. Live at home. Yesterday while playing video, I get hungry. Convince my sister to let me borrow money so I could order food. Decide to DoorDash McDonald's. Play video while it's on the way. Go out and get the food a few minutes after I get the notification that it's arrived. See that someone already took it inside and put it <laughs> on the kitchen counter. The bag was opened and I was missing a quarter pounder and large fry. I look over and find the missing food items on the dinner table next to my sister who was on her phone. Ask her what the fuck she's doing with my food. Said she (laughs) thought I ordered for everybody because there were four sets of burgers and fries. Tell her she's a stupid bitch because it's all my food and she has no right to touch it. She (laughs) She didn't eat anything yet and offers to give them back to me and I take them. While telling her what a retarded bitch she is, she just goes to her room (laughs) and shuts the door in typical femoid fashion. The burger wasn't open and the fries looked pretty full, but I I know she definitely took maybe two or three fries out. Devise a plan to let her get a taste of the karma that she deserves. Today, when she left for her wagey job, I go to her room (laughs) and get up on her bed, pull down my pants and release a big greasy log on her mattress. I then go back to my room, making sure to leave her door slightly open so that they'll think the dog did it. When she gets home later in the day, I hear her shriek when she opens the door. Feel a great sense of satisfaction hearing her get what she deserves. Less than a minute later, my mom runs to my room and asks why there's shit on my sister's bed. Tell her the dog probably did it. She asks me why it's human sized and why there's feet shaped stains on her bed. (laughs) (laughs) Don't know what to say, so I just shut my door and lock it in her face. Now my sister is crying when my mom and dad are yelling at me, banging on my door. They say I'll be kicked out and registered as a sex offender because my sister is a minor. What do? Um, um, well, that's a good way. I feel lost after hearing that. So that's a good way to take us home, Rohit. Thank We've you for that. We've all lost our innocence. Yeah. We're going to get the submissions and hope fulfilled next week because we're out of time. But uh, thank you for leaving us with that. I hope you've enjoyed this show. Until next week, I'm Aaron. He's Rohit. Uh, the Aaron Wolf on social. Vohit for Rohit on social. The Hopeless Show on social for social for socialing and... Yes, follow uh, social you. on social. Follow social on social and... Uh, uh, on Truth much, Social. Truth Social, much love. Yeah, <laughs> bye, guys. When the world seems cold and bleak and you just can't take it anymore, here it comes, that glimmer of hope, a light shines through the dark. It's a hopeless show. With Aaron